0: Hi, welcome to The Other Side of Strange, the podcast where we get to talk about things unexplained. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Porter, and today I've got a couple of uh, excellent guest hosts. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys.
1: Hi, I'm uh, Nate Barrett. I love The Unexplained. All right.
2: I am Danny Leininger, and I am a complete novice of unexplained. I only know as much as my wife calls me strange and unexplained, <laughs> but I don't complete so novice in all of this other of this stuff. So,
0: <laughs> all right, um, these two gentlemen are my co-hosts. Uh, Danny's the producer of our mm-hmm. uh, other podcast, Exceptionally Bad. So, if you like bad movies, check that one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, guys, I uh, I want to start off by asking a few questions to you. First of all, um. Do you believe that there could be actual monsters in the world? And and when I say monster I'm not talking about like serial killer monster people. I mean like monsters.
2: I mean so the what's the definition of monster?
0: Something that's not human that uh does it have terrorizes. to be dangerous? Okay, yes,
1: terrorizes. terrorizes. Nate? Uh probably maybe not so much anymore. Okay. I, I think that, uh, I mean, as much as I want to believe right. that, uh, because of my love of cryptozoology, but yes. I, I think maybe not so much anymore. I think as things went along the evolutionary chain, there probably were things that modern day humans would consider to be monsters. I see. Um,
0: but I think, yeah. I mean, Do you so, think there was a time where humans coexisted with these monsters or do you think they were all gone before then? Did they coexist? yeah with monsters i think so okay
2: so i think i'm i'm completely open about it i totally it wouldn't surprise me okay partly because i feel like so i learn more and more every day and sometimes i feel like each i don't know civilization or generation just assumes we know everything right we uh, That's you know true. science has officially explained everything and <laughs> we've seen everything and we've been everywhere and i don't know maybe we kind of have um and so i'm like i don't know well i mean <laughs> okay. I, maybe I,
1: I think that we're i mean this is you can be like oh dumb but like we discover new species of fish all the time all the yeah, time, yeah. The, the ocean is right. very unexplored and yeah. right just, and i think we probably discover like Insects. I mean, I guess it's like, what's a monster? When yeah. you think That's about true. When you think it's, about fleas carrying the plague back in the day. Right. Right?
0: <laughs> yes, of course. Um. All right. So kind of on a similar note, um, so we all grew up, uh, I think, in different areas. I grew up in Kentucky. Uh, Danny, you grew up in California. Right here, yeah. Cal- Bay Area. And Nate? I grew up in, in the mountains of Utah. Okay, mm. mountains of Utah. So, uh, And we have also been we've lived in different countries i lived in uh eastern europe in hungary uh nate I australia in australia
3: and
2: i was in germany
0: okay so in your life experience have there been like urban legends where you lived where you grew up you know about monsters i guess we'll call them monsters they may okay. not be as as vicious as monsters but stories of creatures uh well i think
1: I'm trying to think if there's any anything specific to to Utah. Nothing's coming to mind off the top of my okay. head, but there was always the classic the hook, the man with the hook. <laughs> right, everyone's got that one. Uh when I lived in Australia, there was the bunyip which I am not prepared to talk about what the bunyip is like at this moment. That's I to, okay. I kind of no, have to no, refresh. The, you know, yeah, that's okay. Um, one of the towns I lived in, they had a little animatronic Bunyip that you, uh-huh. you put your coin in and it comes up out of the water and it's oh, by the cool. by the river um uh drop bears,
0: I was gonna talk. ask about drop bears, <laughs> yeah talk about drop bears
1: <laughs> um, what about Yowie? yeah th- there's <laughs> lots I mean, and I spent some time with the Aboriginals and mm-hmm. so there's they always talk about like the Karachi men. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that it's been a long time yeah. since I've tried to speak speakwalpur or erranted words, so um, and they were like aboriginal lawmen slash boogeyman okay i mean you you could just say that the kids like this come in and like they scatter you know so All right um yeah. It's yeah like a boogeyman yeah yeah
2: not really nothing the, here i mean obviously germany with its castles oh, yeah, there's course, very yeah. much the, the vampire and werewolf folklore. yeah
1: the grim brothers they're living off the grim brother yeah, yeah exactly true. So there
2: there was a lot of that but but nothing. In nothing California here. nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Well, well well what about the witch?
0: Yeah. I was gonna say there is the Oh well. The yeah, witch that's of, true. Rose Hill Cemetery. Yeah, right. And I didn't know about that till I, I know, a that's... couple <laughs> years ago when Ben
2: when you <laughs> when we went to when the you cemetery, told me about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um so we're gonna be talking about one uh that I knew growing up and uh from where I lived. Um, but before we get into that, I got one last question. Uh, do you all believe in goats? <laughs> <laughs> that
3: totally took me off guard. caught me off guard.
2: <laughs>
1: oh no yeah <laughs> that was
0: great. Yeah I, I do believe in goats. I do okay. believe in goats Oh. So uh, we're going to be talking uh, today about goatmen. men. Um, this is, so where I grew up, and I'll go into the details here in a minute, but uh, where I grew up, there was a urban legend uh, about a goat man who haunted the area. Um, I started doing some research for the episode and started to learn that there are goat men all over the United States.
1: Mm-hmm. Is this the one like? deer lick or something uh pope lick Lick. yeah uh where i where i (laughs) (laughs) i I, i'd heard of it before yeah
0: where i grew up uh the monster is called the pope well it's actually not called the pope lick monster that's what they call it now but when Mm -hmm. i was growing up it was just the goat man sometimes they would call it the goat boy but um it has since (laughs) uh somebody made a movie about it and named it the pope lick monster Uh and so that's kind of what it's been called now I was fascinated to find out because I'm searching up stories about the goat man. I want to see who's seen it, you know, what are the stories? And I find out that there are goat men. uh, There's major goat man stories in Texas, Wisconsin, Indiana, Maryland, everywhere. Hmm. And so it's pretty pervasive. And I was wondering why goat men? Yeah. (laughs) Like why goats? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, and, so, so that I can have an image in uh-huh. my head, when we say a goat man, what does that look like? Is it like so, a centaur uh, type of thing, or
0: um, the uh, the explanation is most often it's half man, half goat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know about Pan from Greek mythology, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, who's a satyr. Okay. Okay. With goat legs and... Think Phil from the Hercules movie. That's right, from the Hercules movie, Okay, okay. And like Um, Narnia. And Narnia, right, yes. Mr. Tumnus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, But I think that these goat men are not actually fawns, at least the goat man that I know of, and it sounds like some of these others, they really have um, human legs. Hmm. They might have goat feet like hooved feet, Mm -hmm. but they have like a goat's head Mm. with horns and kind of like, I've got a a picture there. Uh, Um, The picture
1: looks a little bit like the beast in the new, in the live action. Yeah, this is, uh,
0: what we're looking at is an illustration that I found on the internet. I use it as the background of a display of an object we'll talk about in a minute.
2: It's a handsome goat man, really.
0: That one is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He looks friendly. So, um, when you think of goats, like the animal goat, mm-hmm. what is your impression of goats? Did did any of you grow up on a farm or or around goats? I mean, I've been around goats, not uh-huh. like a ton, but right?
1: Yeah. Um, they eat anything, eat everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, they yeah. So it's like a human, or it's like a a live garbage, garbage disposal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mean. Yes, uh,
0: they they butt heads. They knock you down.
2: Some people have them as pets. Yep.
0: Right? So I remember a time when I was younger. uh, We had a a fairly large backyard, and I remember my mom. I don't know if she was joking or serious, but I was fascinated by this. She said that she was actually considering getting a goat Hmm. as a pet. Yeah. And I was like, why would you want a goat? And she said, well, they mow your lawn and fertilize it at the same time. Yeah. And, uh... And I was like, oh, man, something to keep me from ever having to mow the lawn again. Yeah, I'm all for let's it. Let's do you it. Know? <laughs> let's do it. Get an army of goats. But I found out that there are people who rent out goats for specifically that right. purpose. Yeah, no, right? I've
2: seen I've seen a flock of goats go through uh, hills. I think it's a brilliant yeah. way to, to do it.
0: When you think of the imagery of a goat head... Actually, let me show you some pictures and tell me what...
2: Also... I think i mean i'm gonna give you some the immediate yep. things that i think of are also when goats get scared or something okay all the screaming what is, ones yeah <laughs> the screaming ones and the fainting ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah, the yeah, like like yeah, yeah, yeah. they okay. scream like people
0: you see this goat head yeah yep. that's
2: awesome
1: it's uh is that like that's yeah, like that a satanic from? symbol right that
0: is literally so what i'm yeah this is uh it's a pentagram uh, upside-down pentagram with a goat head in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the symbol of the Church of Satan. Okay. I mean, you might as well just get out the Ouija board at this point. <laughs> so this is, this here's another this. R- goat. This one. I mean, that could be Pan. Yeah, so this one. Um,
2: with wings.
0: Yeah, this one is Baphomet. Oh. So <laughs> do you know who Baphomet is? I do, yeah. What do you know about Baphomet? Uh, he was allegedly the
1: god that the Templars were worshiping when yes, they, when they that's went right. bad, huh. when they went bad according yeah. to the
0: Catholic Church. Yeah. So Baphomet first appears in uh, the year 1098. This is in a letter about the siege of Antioch. So it's the Templars during one of the Crusades. They write this, and they like came across Baphomet in the middle east okay and so they began to associate baphomet with islamic tradition and they actually i think the word or variations of the word they used it just generically to refer to the the muslims or their uh, mosques or whatever hmm. and but it became this this character this creature who, by the way, Muslims don't have any connection to Baphomet, just to be clear. Mm. It's just a thing that... It was a PR move. Yeah, it was a PR move, basically, <laughs> yeah. So the Knights Templar <laughs> supposedly started worshiping Baphomet. Now, I'll tell you, when when you look at this... I mean, he's pretty dope. So. Yeah, but... I know. I mean, when you see it, though, this this kind of feels like... It, it feels scary and kind of satanic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this Baphomet is... Was none of that. Uh, it's intended as a symbol of balance, of male and female. It's opposition, basically. It's is that good why it's got the
1: snake with the like the serpent there? Yeah, the
0: serpent. Yep, this flame is like enlightenment and stuff like that. I mean, all terrible things. Yeah, there's <laughs> all of these things that <laughs> that it was intended to represent. Mm-hmm. So in the thirteen hundreds, the by the 1300s the knights templar who i'm probably going to talk about knights templar on future episodes a they're lot they were probably because like a multi episode yeah. right but the the overview is that the knights templar were they were an order of priests that they, they would were like, fight they, were, they like were monks they were monks of. but they were battle monks okay, okay? and they not shaolin style not shaolin monks right
2: <laughs> battle monks sounds cool yeah
1: i mean i mean, I mean they, they were they it's like they took their vow of celibacy and sil- or whatever yeah. vows, but they were to protect pilgrims going to the Holy Land, right? Yes,
0: and to protect artifacts, things that were important to the church. They became the bankers of the church. Uh, so they, they hmm. watched all of, they took care of all of the treasure that the church had amassed, and among other things. Uh, in doing so, and because they were very effective, they gradually, you know, they received... Um, land and more money and as a group they became very very rich very wealthy and powerful because they were the army and the king of France didn't like that and neither did the pope they didn't like how rich these guys were so they got together and they decided hey let's outlaw these guys and so in 1307 they basically outlawed them they accused them of worshiping Baphomet and you know no longer worshiping God, you're worshiping this demon basically. Mm-hmm. and they tortured them, killed them, stole whatever treasure they could from them. There are tons of stories of the Templars having having hidden treasure throughout the world. So that's a lot of things that people are searching for today are treasures. Mm-hmm things like the Ark of the Covenant and the Holy Grail and the Spear of Destiny and all of these cool... I mean, that
1: was the whole, what they were seeking in National Treasure, that movie, National yeah, Treasure, right. right? Was the Templars. Yes. And I'm going to try not turn it into a movie podcast, but, but, but that's... <laughs> that's okay, yes, no, it is. But they, but they talk about them being the Freemasons in that movie. Yeah, so the, the that's also yeah.
0: the thing is that the Templars were... Uh, builders also Mm -hmm. and so they actually many of them i mean they would build fortresses and things like that and so they were stonemasons and so the the things that they learned the secrets that they knew they would pass to each other as like a guild and that throughout time has supposedly become what we now know as the freemasons and so their secret knowledge and everything has come through from the Templars. Supposedly, they even got it from people who existed prior to them. Mm-hmm. But there's all of this like spookiness that goes with the Templars and the Freemasons right. and stuff. Anyway, so that's what Baphomet is. And Baphomet looks scary because it's a person with a goat's head. And in fact, this symbol, the, the uh, seal of the Church of Satan, that is Baphomet. Mm. that is on there so they kind of adopted that um back in the renaissance times this is from the 16th century i'll show you this if you look at the figure up at the top that is a witch and she's not flying on a broom Mm -hmm. she is flying on the back of a goat it's a good way to travel yeah yeah
2: (laughs) Is that how Thor traveled? How did they do <laughs> oh, yeah, isn't yeah, goats yeah, involved? Thor had
1: in... Thor had the goats. Yeah. Um, in the North mythology. So I don't know if you guys saw Love and Thunder again, sorry for the movie reference. That's yeah. okay. But Movies we, are allowed. But you know yeah. they get the he gets those goats that those screaming goats. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. But in the in the mythol in North mythology, he has those goats um, that he cooks and eats every night. Okay. And then they come back to life in the morning and pull his cart. I see. And so. Yeah.
2: Um, Interesting that goat. This, like, goats would be in these different, like, Norse mythology. And I mean, explain more what I, that I, is. I like
1: have goats. a couple thoughts on goats. Yeah, yeah go ahead. If, if you don't mind. What, yeah, I don't go ahead. want to steal yeah, yeah. the show. Or no, steal no, you it. yeah. so, right. so, goats are, you know, just linked to Church of Satan. They're, yeah. like, for whatever reason, linked with evil. Right. And so I was thinking about that like because, you know, uh in the Christian religions yep. Jesus is the lamb of God. That's right. Right. Um which is a sheep. Which is a sheep. And so I think the uh, I think there's scriptures where Jesus even said the lambs will be in my right hand and yep. God's right I've hand the scripture right here. Goats will be on the left share hand. Share that. This oh. is from
0: uh, Matthew twenty five, it's verses thirty one through forty six. He doesn't go on to say what happens to the goats, but it's insinuated that the goats do not get to receive that. He just leaves that head, up to your right? imagination. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's that, is it, the, is it Beck? The song, uh, Sheep Go to Heaven, Goats Go to Hell, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that. what this... <laughs> anyway, is
2: that the, yeah. Was that in reference to the painting that you are
0: or the oh, no, 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 so that, no. that okay. painting was just uh, showing it that wasn't underneath. witches okay. in, like, the Middle Ages, they didn't believe that they flew on brooms mm-hmm. like we think of now they flew on the back of goats mm. and this is probably based off of the stuff that, that nate's talking about
1: yeah i think also in the old testament mm-hmm. does don't they doesn't aaron have to make a goat sacrifice like on the day of atonement or something yes yeah. exactly so it's not sheep that's
2: or le- yeah. that's
0: actually uh even today I, I don't know to what degree not being jewish I don't know to what degree this is is literally uh, observed, but part of Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, is that there are two goats, and one of them is uh, called the scapegoat. W- right. That is basically they symbolically place all of the sins onto that goat and drive it out into the desert. Right. And so, and that that <laughs> comes from what you're talking about.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not an expert. I just remember. The, I, remember I love that. that you even knew that. That's yeah. awesome. And. Uh, well, I think that the Bible even mentions satyrs, like Isaiah, I think, does. Oh, yeah. Interestingly, uh, I got clued in you were going to talk about goat men. Mm-hmm. So I looked up a little bit about, so sa- we get satire. Okay. Because in Greek plays, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, a Greek, an
0: old Greek play. Not in Greek. Well, <laughs> not in Greek. <laughs> I-, I haven't... Uh, <laughs> I've neither been to. Greece. I saw Les Miserables in Hungarian. It was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yes,
1: so basically the same thing. Um, but uh, a lot of like the Greek tragedy plays uh-huh. back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, so you'd have the, it was like the high tragedy ha- right. was going on, and then they had people dressed up as as satyrs, and they were the low comedy, mm-hmm. and so that's like where the root of satire comes from, um, and then dragnet do you remember that movie dragnet uh with dan yes, Aykroyd and tom uh-huh. hanks The the evil organization they had the they had the sheep like the goat skin leggings oh, and then the i goat don't heads. remember that yeah uh-huh. that was my first introduction i think as a kid oh, to gosh. the whole idea of like evil and goats oh. was because was, that movie came out in the early 80s right uh mid 80s maybe mid 80s i was I nate think I was is in this in our movie school podcast high school uh I don't remember if it's a good movie or a bad. It's, it's not a good kidding. movie. <laughs> Cuz I just remember seeing it it's, as a kid.
0: It is probably uh worthy of our other podcast. <laughs> so anyway, I, I
1: just remember that they had to go undercover to this evil organization and they had goat heads <laughs> oh, <laughs> and man. like and like goat leggings. And That was my first introduction to goats as evil. Go- okay. Yeah. So those are I mean that's It's
0: <laughs> a good first <laughs> That's all excellent stuff. Another aspect of this one Reasoning behind the idea of why sheep are better than goats, or mm. like sheep are good and goats are bad, at least biblically, is they're kind of their temperament. Sheep depend on their shepherd. The shepherd is there to take care of the sheep. Uh, a goat herd, the guy who herds the goats, uh, he's there to protect the property from the goats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, sheep are intelligent and very trustworthy and they depend on the shepherd i mean they kind of like accept the shepherd as part of the family wait did you say that sheep are are intelligent or unintelligent they are intelligent okay that's what it this is what the internet says sheep are sheep are intelligent and goats tend to seem stupid uh, mm. whether they are or not, I don't know. But every goat I've been around just seems... Dumb as a brick? Yes, absolutely. Dumb as a goat? That's where it comes from? Yeah, dumb from. as a goat. Right?
1: Yeah. I'm
2: just kidding. Is I'm that a saying? That no. <laughs> it, it is, is now. now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Goats are stubborn. They are destructive. And they do whatever they want. They go their own way, which is kind of the opposite of what um, Christianity would have have you do right so the submission uh, when we think about a world at least the western world that we come from for thousands of years was all kind of governed by christianity the idea of the rebellious goat is evil right Mm -hmm. and so it's used as an evil symbol suddenly as i'm going through all this stuff and, and thinking oh yeah of course goats are often evil everywhere that makes more sense that there would be a goat man, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think it would be. Th- so there are actually urban legends about sheep men as well, but they don't. They just him. get slaughtered. Yeah, they just get slaughtered.
1: <laughs> so but I just, should point out real quick that I uh-huh. don't think that's necessarily true in
0: in the East. It may not be. I don't know because there's the year of the goat in the Chinese okay. Zodiac. Right, that's true. And hmm. I mean, they also have... well, it could they could also have... mean it just could be the year of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just because there's a year of goat doesn't mean that there are. Well, animal. I mean, there's also there's also the year of the rat. So I mean, <laughs> just gonna take that with a grain of salt. But let me just let me look it up real quick, and I'll Go tell ahead. you tell you
1: what the uh,
0: personality traits are. Uh, the
1: goat: calm, <laughs> gentle, sympathetic.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna show you some pictures. We're gonna start talking about some urban legends here. Okay. This one. Speaking of Utah not having any, this is a goat man from utah <laughs> but that's not urban legend <laughs> <laughs> so this is that's this is a photograph that was taken um police were called a lot of people were alarmed to see a man what looked like a man half man half goat walking around on the side of a mountain this is in uh weber county utah and uh a lot of people were alarmed about this i mean this is this is a screen grab from the news okay and um, so
2: i'll just say right off to the listeners like so it looks like go ahead and explain it it looks like a man in like a bunny suit like (laughs) if you would imagine like just a a white bunny suit because you can like basically see their shoes even Yep. anyway so that's why we laugh
1: yeah well Uh, was he trying to live with them or something so
0: Uh, For a long time, so the news never came to a resolution as to what this is. Nobody ever followed up. But um,
2: wait, he—he was trying to live with the goats. Well, yeah, if I—that's
0: not what this is. There is a man who lives with the goats, and he has like this whole contraption with that lets him walk on all fours and stuff. This is not that guy, though. Okay. Okay. Uh, This is similar, though. It turns mm-hmm. out that what this is um, it's a he's a bow hunter, and he was getting ready to go uh, hunting mountain goats oh okay. and so he was practicing in Utah trying to get as close to the goats as he could, and so he was like disguising himself as a goat okay. and trying to act like a goat just to try to get close enough to get a one shot kill so that the the goat wouldn't suffer yeah, but yeah. we laugh at this when we see yeah. this. It really frightened people, who saw this. Okay. They were like, "It's half man, half goat." But when we look at that, we're just like, "How could you even think that that was something?" Yeah. N- n- How could you think that was anything other than a man just dressed in a yeah. goat costume yeah. right? Lamb oh, chop sing along costume. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: uh. So side note: When they, it like panda pr- preserves and stuff. Uh-huh. Like the humans that that deal with the panda cubs, they will dress in. Oh. costumes that look like pandas to try to minimize oh really like, yeah it's it's like a real thing yeah. i mean it it's frightening looking to us it's like um seeing a really bad mascot costume. right yeah <laughs> but they do it to just keep as much like panda center or and printing or i see I, I, there's a reason try they not do it. to interfere humanity yeah. into it as little there's a as reason possible. they do it that makes sense when they explain it but but you've so, I just yeah. imagine those people if they saw someone coming out of the panda enclosure and didn't know what was going on
0: <laughs> okay, so this one is the probably the I think this one is one of the most famous goatman uh mysteries or urban legends so Nate, can you just describe this picture so there's there's no goat man in this it's just a bridge it looks like uh was it a train is that a train bridge no it's a it's a car bridge. Or cart, yeah, it's for cars, it, but it's wooden.
1: Yeah, it's a wood like an old wooden bridge yep. that spans. Looks like it spans a, a, a river. River,
0: yeah. So this is called this bridge is called the Old Alton Bridge. It's in Texas. Um, and when you talk about nowadays, if you talk about Goatman um, on the internet, it seems like everybody immediately jumps to this Goatman. Ah because some YouTubers have gone there and, you know, talked about the story, and they all go there and film what's going on and stuff, but uh, I'll tell you the the legend that goes with it. This is the Old Alton Bridge, also called the Goatman's Bridge, and it is in uh, Texas in a city called Denton. The legend is that there was a black goat farmer named Oscar Washburn who moved his family to a residence just north of the bridge, and after living there for a few years, he kind of got the reputation of being a dependable and honest businessman. And so they just called him the goat man Mm -hmm. because he was dependable and honest, which I don't understand how that connects because we just talked about how goats are not dependable. But whatever. This is the legend. So he's called the goat man by locals, and there was a sign on the bridge that said this way to the goat man. This is Texas, 1930s. And there were a lot of Klansmen, KKK Klansmen, in the government, in the local government, who did not like the fact that people liked this successful black man. And so they, one day, uh, crossed the bridge. They drove their car across the bridge with no headlights on, quietly crossed the bridge, got to him, kidnapped him, took him out on the bridge, hung a noose around his neck, and pushed him off the bridge. When they looked over the bridge, they saw the rope hanging there with the noose, but no body anywhere. He just disappeared. They freaked out. They went back to his family, slaughtered his family. So that's the tragedy behind this. So now, uh, locals say that if you cross this bridge at night with your lights off, just like the clansmen did, then you will be met on the other side by the goat man, who... Some people say he's just a ghost, like a ghost of a man, because that's what he was when he was there. But more people say that it's a man with a goat's head who will greet you on the other side. And people see ghostly figures along this bridge. They'll see lights floating along the bridge uh, when there's no no explanation for the lights. And also, not just on the bridge, but kind of in the woods around it. Other people have reported that they'll be just kind of at the bridge or under the bridge, and rocks get thrown at them. They get hit by rocks coming out of nowhere. Or maybe somebody will come up and touch them, and there's no one there who could have touched them. Like I said, a lot of YouTubers, popular kind of influencer-type YouTubers, have gone and had experiences there. Some of them have come back with scratches on their body that just showed up under their, like, shirt, even though no one touched them, that kind of thing. guys have any thoughts about that story i was
1: thinking road trip
0: yeah seriously road trip
2: so my immediate thinking like my knee-jerk reactions to when i when i hear it are stories are kids being there messing with people Mm -hmm. are people wanting we love stories we love ghost stories um are there people playing tricks on on people? Are there the desire to continue building this up because it's fun? Mm-hmm. It becomes so. Those are the initial things okay. that come into the in into my head.
1: Are you tricking yourself into believing?
2: Maybe this you're. Is yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: You heard a noise that had to have been the goat man. Right. Do is that also a, is it a popular suicide spot? It's not. It's not big enough for a suicide spot.
1: Okay. Uh, well, because I think a lot of them, a lot of these urban legendaries, have come kind, from kind, that kind of, kind of kind become of that or yeah. or build from That's that. That's
0: right. People are are drawn to those places, right? This. I'm going to show you another video. This is from Amarillo, Texas, and this is from just last year. So this is uh, outside the Amarillo Zoo, and it is just one of their security cameras caught this figure. Can mm-hmm. you describe it, Danny?
2: So, I mean, human legs, it looks like. And then it looks like very furry head, arms, and almost like a tail. So, in a way, it looks like a werewolf. Mm -hmm. And the spine and legs are bent in a way that feels uh, animal-like, I guess. Like a goat standing on two legs. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I I would say... That, that, I w- I would think that looks
0: more like a werewolf than right than it kind of looks man. like a werewolf yeah so um people have claimed like I've seen people when this video came out um it kind of was all over the place and so mm. people were looking at it analyzing it and stuff um people call it people have actually called this the public monster even though mm. it's in Amarillo Texas it's more likely the goat man from Texas than it is from kentucky but look we don't yeah. know their migration pattern that's true we don't <laughs> good point <laughs> um anyway that uh people don't know what that is there's no explanation for it there's a lot of ideas for what it might be
2: mm-hmm. one of the things that i have been thinking about as we've been talking about it is what if it was just a really ugly person you know like an like a really ugly dude who had a face that looked like a goat and that started it, like a
1: circus freak type of thing from back I guess in the, from back so. in the day. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so,
2: um, so that was the first thing I was thinking. Like, oh yeah, maybe someone
1: looks like a goat man. Just somebody with an ab- like with super the, some sort of abnormality. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But I guess what Ben, you're talking about here is modern day images and pictures that are I, I, helping to prove so that I, there is a goat I man. I saw
1: that picture you just sent like yeah. i saw i would
0: be freaked the heck out I, i'm gonna show you a video this is real this is uh there's no cgi in this okay, okay. is that creepy or what
2: super creepy all right show okay. it to nate and then i'll it is creepy <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> so, you want to describe what you just saw that was a
1: goat walking on its hind legs. legs like a really an actual, big goat. Goat. Yeah, like right. actual goat
0: yeah actual goat uh
2: it reminded me of like when you train your dog, yeah, you know, to walk on its hind legs okay. or whatever, but it like is a very, the posture on that goat is really good, I'll really put, straight up and down.
0: I'm going to put, uh, these pictures all on the website on the other side of strange.com mm-hmm. in the show notes. So listeners, if you want to see that and I'll put a link to this video so you can watch the goat walking on two legs. Apparently it's a thing that goats do yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm um sometimes it's because there's some like illness or something that will cause them to Hmm. just stand up and walk on two legs i saw another video there's one in india where this goat just literally walks down the street on two legs and it is unsettling to see that yeah right it's weird to see
1: him moving so well yeah because even when you train your dog to do it they're they kind, exactly. they kind of they kind of stutter step,
0: yeah. But the goats just kind of walk like it's no big deal. Yeah, like showing off running. for that chicken. Yeah,
1: that's That's really, right. that's
2: that's really a, what's happening. Is. Yeah, it is. He was strutting for that chicken. So that's one of the other things. Is okay? Do people see these weird goats?
0: Are they seeing an actual? Are they goat? seeing an actual goat? Right. Who's
2: who's standing up?
0: That's one possibility. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tell you about another uh another one of the most famous goat men in the country. Uh, this is called, um, well, this is the Maryland Goatman uh, from just outside of D.C. It is often referred to as the Prince George's County Goatman. Okay.
2: It's quite a name.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so uh, this comes from like the 1970s, and the the, the legend is that there was a place or there is a place and this this is true there's a place called beltsville agricultural research center and they were doing research on goats so or like experiments on goats and the legend is that as with many of these there's often multiple versions of the story but basically the idea is that there was this guy named stephen fletcher who was a scientist there and he mixed his assistant's dna with the DNA of a goat, mm-hmm. and created a goat man. and Who had to carry that? I don't know. <laughs> and give birth to it. Arnold. <laughs> 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 so then this goat man grows up, is is a man now, and it gets loose, and it starts wandering the countryside in search of people to kill and mm. puppies to eat. Okay. At the time that this came out in 1970, there was a rash of as far as I could tell, unexplained dogs being beheaded. Like people finding oh. their dogs. Dog homicide. Yeah, yeah, dog homicide. And so they would, they Law were the blaming it on the goat man. Mm-hmm. This was the goat Law man the who was doing it. Okay. There is another version is that this guy, Stephen Fletcher, it's kind of a um, Frankenstein's, the Bride of Frankenstein issue. Mm-hmm. His lover passed away or something. He used her DNA and goat DNA to try to bring her back and created a monster instead. But he just basically, this goat, goat man, wanders the countryside trying to kill your pet and also attack people. There is another bridge called uh, Crybaby Bridge. I guess its real name is Governor Bridge, but Mm -hmm. they call it Crybaby Bridge because if you sit under it, you might hear a baby crying in the distance, which may or may not be related to the goat man. Thing. It's right by the hospital. know. Oh. Right. <laughs> right by the maternity <laughs> ward. <laughs> if you've ever heard, well, Danny, you kind of mentioned it, goats scream. Yeah. And some animals, when they scream or when they make their sound, it often sounds like a baby crying mm-hmm. or somebody screaming, a person. And so a lot of people claim that what you're not, you're not hearing a baby crying, you're hearing a goat braying and yeah. it's the goat man.
2: And like eating puppies, they're not carnivores.
1: But uh, that must goat, be the, the human goats are
0: omnivores. They will eat everything. Yeah, meat. This, uh, oh, meat, yeah. meat oh yeah,
1: vegetables, metal. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. They tin cans,
0: oh. everything. And this one supposedly like jumps onto cars, attacks the drivers, breaks into houses, steals your food. Basically, if anything bad happens in the area, they blame it on Goat Man. This is the road where Goat man, mm-hmm. this Goat Man, lives. Uh, this particular road is called Fletcher Town Road, and you'll notice that the the scientist involved, his name is Stephen Fletcher. Mm. Uh, there's another road nearby where that he supposedly haunts that has the same name as his supposed assistant. Mm. It's it is assumed that those names, Stephen Fletcher and I can't remember it's Townsend or something, the other guy. They didn't even exist. Like there's no evidence these people actually existed, but that. They just got their names because of the areas where this, these two roads, where it Mm -hmm. happens. Dr. Fletcher's middle name was Frankenstein. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, this is a photograph that was shown on TV, on the news, uh, that a viewer took of the supposed Maryland goat man.
2: All right. This is... It looks like a bear's body. With a goat's yeah, head.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can definitely see the goat's head there. Yeah. yeah. Now this, to me, if I were to see this, this is like, the, I think, the best picture of a goat man, mm-hmm. like what I imagine a goat man would look like. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like a bear with a goat's head, but his, his arms are long, right? So it's yeah. maybe like, a, I mean, it could be a person in a monkey it suit with a it goat looks a head little bit like of that. a gorilla. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's kind of what it looks like. Massive delts. Yeah,
2: yeah it's quite, yeah that's true
0: quite big and yeah it's uh it's back is kind of up at the height of his head like yeah. he's yeah. leaning his head down right or big muscular big anyway uh, reminds me of
2: the m night Shyamalan movie the village, the village. The they village, had like yeah. a weird they goatish goat heads um, and stuff yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah i mean it does was it a goat, goat head that, like that a, they that uh, they were it was just in my a, my memory, it's, it's yeah. been it's so long yeah
1: uh well since we're still on the um yeah. topic of this particular goat man, um when you were talking about basically anything that goes wrong they blame on yeah the goat man, he's starting to, he's starting to sound like Krampus.
0: Yeah, I mean. Oh yeah. So, uh, there are a lot of I think it's a a consistent theme in folklore and urban legends that there are these things like uh the boogeyman mm-hmm. the goat man or yeah. the. uh was it the bunyip bunyip yeah jersey Devil, or no the the thing that you uh, oh the Karacha man the Karacha man it's basically it's the warning to your children don't go out in the woods the goat man will get you that kind of thing right it's to kind of keep people in line so
2: okay well i to... have a whole Does... bunch of theories that i'll go towards the end okay we can... but this one just brought up my next theory which was basically it was a parent's you know telling a child not to go a certain distance that's all it is and they had to and they had to go to the point to where they put on a goat goat costume costume to to make to be like because the kid was like no way the parent had to go had to fully commit yeah that's one of (laughs) but that's not not serious but i'm
1: giving the those are yeah 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 sure okay (laughs) it's like the guy that would go around using those footprints was it like yes right bigfoot big, footprints, big foot footprints. Yeah. yeah leaving the prints. they just went around doing it for years just for the fun of it
2: i could see myself dressing up as a goat uh, how's this gonna sound i was gonna say scaring children but <laughs> <laughs> i don't mean it like that wow. tells us a lot about But you, like, danny <laughs> <laughs> But basically, hiding in bushes and coming out and scaring oh, yeah. kids—I could see myself doing like, that. Sure. Like I the did that on man. Halloween. Like I used bush... to do that yeah, on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it's we go. So fun. Oh yeah, yeah. the like bushman, the bushman, San Francisco. You yeah. get what I'm saying?
0: He got me once. Yeah, he got me. He got me a couple of times. Every <laughs> couple of years, I'll go down. It's this guy who just sits near Fisherman's Wharf and uh, Pier 39, and he just hides behind a fake. He just bush. hides, holds really? a, uh, Yeah, know. he just holds a branch, and he <laughs> just sits there perfectly still. And then when you come close, he just moves. And it looks like he's a bush, but he's really just holding a branch in front of himself. I think he actually passed
1: away recently. Oh, did he? In the last couple of years. And it's it's funny because he does that to you. And then you're like, how the heck did I not even notice him? Because he's not even that well hidden. Yeah, he's
0: seriously, I mean, he's just holding a branch in front of him. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That time that he got
1: me, I'm going to defend myself because there was a pelican that was chained. To like a gate. So I was looking at this pelican oh. that had like a manacle around its foot. So I was thinking, is this somebody's pet pelican? And then he jumped out at me. Yeah.
0: All right. I'm going to tell you about another Texas one. So, of the ones that I've told you about so far, these ones don't, uh, as much as I could find, there are no like actual accounts of anyone who has seen or experienced them. It's all stories that. There are people who have seen it, and mm. these things happen to people. But those people, I cannot find any of their accounts. Which, by the way, listener, if any of you have ever had an experience with a goat man, nice. please contact me through my website at theothersideofstrange.com. You can contact me there. Tell me your story. I want to hear it. Okay. I like it. This next one has uh, a bunch of people who have seen it okay, who witnessed this. And I'm going to read this because this actually comes from the the Dallas Morning News. This is the Lake Worth Monster in Texas. It's near Fort Worth. This takes place in the summer of, of 1969, just a year before the last one we were talking about, the Maryland one. Beetles were getting real big. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this guy, first of all, uh, he was supposedly was half goat, half fish. Like, or... When I say half fish, I mean he had scales on his body. So it could have been half lizard, but it was at a lake. So Like the swamp thing kind right. of swamp thing kind of thing, but with a goat head. Dang, I was hoping he had like a fish tail.
1: <laughs> and he flaps up onto
0: the bridge. So <laughs> uh, this says on July 9th. oh so first of all, some people claimed that they saw him. They go, they tell the police, we saw this monster. They described him. And of course, the police are like, you guys are crazy. Thank you for your statement. We'll write it down. We'll look into it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but then on July 9th, uh, a group of three couples was parked by a clearing. And around a midnight, I don't know what they were doing, parked around a clearing. But at around midnight. Philosophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. A beast leapt onto their car from the trees above. The monster tried to grab one of the women But they sped off before it could take her away. Then when the newspaper, when Dallas Morning News, actually I think it was at the time it was the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. When they contacted the police about it, the police say we've had reports about this thing for about two months. So they've been receiving these reports for two months. This is not in the news at this point. This is independent people reporting to the police. Something creepy is going on here. Uh, The the police always just laughed them off as pranks. But these people who had this monster try to grab this woman, their car had an 18-inch gash in the side of the car. And it terrified everybody, including the police, when they saw it because Hmm. it wasn't like they ran into something. It was some kind of creature gashed this. So they loaded up their torches and pitchforks. (laughs) And (laughs) truckloads of men with guns went out uh, to Greer Island, Uh, to hunt this thing so on july 10th the next day a few dozen people were at a clearing that was known for dumping uh near the lake when they all saw the monster okay Mm. the monster shows up it's far away it's like four or five hundred feet away okay it appeared on a cliff it looked angry it made noises and it started picking up tires and throwing them 500 feet towards the people who were We're watching. watching yeah That is some serious workout, basically, throwing tires 500 feet. (laughs) I mean...
2: I don't know that Dwayne the Rock Johnson could do that. Hey,
1: hey, hey. (laughs) Don't say something you're going to regret. (laughs) So among those
0: people were a bunch of deputies. Sheriff's deputies were there. So it was the police saw it, the public saw it. It was all there. One person said that it gave a pitiful cry like something was hurting him. And that's the end of that story, other than... He still exists. Right. Mm -hmm. So if this were Japan,
1: yeah. Yeah. He would have that goat man would have been a product of them dumping, right? Right. That's right. Because you know like Godzilla is like a part from nuclear fallout. That's right. So that's one punch man. That's what I'm going with is that that he was born of born from their dumping from them dumping yeah. Ninja Turtle style, like the goat got into that retro mutant ooze and turned into the goat man. It's the only
2: explanation. I, I agree. One of my other things you told you mentioned that goats are always ready to help, uh, help further, further their the progeny, goat cause, fu- further oh, yeah, the goat right. cause. And you've heard of this sometimes with other animals, like when they're ready, they will um, mate with just about anything, right? So, goats, with their very strong desire, maybe they mated with a lot of different Maybe that's... Oh, things. you're saying they crossbred. Maybe they crossbred. And and so, like when I saw animals. that bear, the, the goat man that looked like a bear to right. me, that was my first thing was like, oh, maybe the goat and a bear.
0: So let me <laughs> tell you something. Speaking of animals that crossbreed, yeah. uh, when I was in Hungary, there are a lot of dogs there. And one of the dogs there are a few of are like German Shepherds. mm Another one that you see a lot of is dachshunds. Mm-hmm. And one time I was walking down the road in a uh, Romani village. Uh, as the Romani are gypsies. And I saw a German shepherd. There was a, a short fence. It was about two feet tall. Uh, it was a wall, not a fence, a uh, brick wall. And there was a German shepherd laying on the ground there. And it was, you know, a full-size German shepherd uh, just laying there. And as I walked by... This German shepherd, which was laying there, began to like slide across the ground. Like it was moving beside me, even oh, though it man. was laying on the ground. Yeah. Scared me to death. Yeah. And I looked down at it and it was a German shepherd with the legs of a dachshund. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it was like the body was German shepherd size and the legs were dachshund size. Oh, man. And that's... I was like, that is the most terrifying thing <laughs> I've ever witnessed I've in real life. It's and like it, a living child's yeah. drawing. Yes, right. It <laughs>
1: yes. was totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh I, yeah. So anyway,
1: the thing I, that about that story, yeah. it was the throwing the tires five hundred feet. Right. Right. So like everything else sounded fairly reasonable, even if it was some people pulling pranks on the people who are discussing philosophy in their cars late at night. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> right. they're furthering the goat cause, yeah. but um, <laughs> the um, but the the but the creature throwing the tires is just like okay, that just. Pushed it past believability okay. for me. Not that, it, not that I necessarily believed it was a goat man. Right.
0: But like. So here's the thing that I think about it. Um, so I watch a lot of pumpkin chunking. Okay, and- <laughs> right. Yeah. 500 <laughs> feet's a long way to chunk a pumpkin. <laughs> so one thing I think of is this creature that they saw. So here's, here's the deal. Even if it were a real, actual goat man, 500 feet is a very, very long distance to throw something like a tire. Maybe
1: if it got up on its right. four arms but
0: and kicked it with its back yeah. The report is that it was standing up on a cliff, on the edge of a cliff. So mm. maybe part of that 500 feet is throwing it down off uh, of the cliff. Yeah. And you know how, do you guys ever golf? There's I've been, but. Okay. There is, uh there's actually a, a, a driving range up here um in Oakland that is kind of up on the hill. Mm. And it is so fun because you're up on a hill and the. Uh, range goes downhill so that when you hit it it just flies forever it yeah. feels like you hit it so far even though you've only hit it i mean me i've only hit it you know 50 yards or yeah. whatever yeah. it's not very far yeah. right <laughs> but it just is in the air forever and it seems to go so long because of the downhill nature of it yeah it makes me wonder if their perception right was that it was 500 feet yeah because of it because it's being up on the cliff. Because it's up on the cliff and it's throwing it down. That makes some more you sense. You know how
2: you exaggerate, like, like I caught a fish and it was this right. big, yeah, or yeah. like, oh man, did you see that bike jump that I just did? I like jump. I must yeah. have been. I must I have gone like, like twenty feet, right? That's right. And I it's could... like my wheel didn't even come off the ground. Right. It So then to that's what's going through my head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: It feels like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Especially in a moment when you are frightened and stuff. You know. Yeah. It's. it's not uncommon for you to kind of for time to stretch yeah. out and things like that. It feels like things happen longer. Than Is that
2: where that story ends?
0: That's where that one ends. Okay. So there's nothing more other than, as with all of these, so that happened in 1969. The other one happened in 1970. The other one happened in 38. Mm-hmm. These are things that they still, people still tell the stories today. The goat man still supposedly lives out there today. Mm hmm. There are other ones. There are so many. We're not going to go through all of them. There's another one from Wisconsin, uh, from Bridgerton Road. It's kind of the same thing. He is a goat man who, uh, that one is very old. It's like from the 1800s and it takes place, uh, he's attacking a woman in a cart. So this was a cart on a road that was probably doing the goat thing. (laughs) Whatever, I don't know. Anyway, it's a more traditional kind of spooky ghost story thing where Mm -hmm. like her uh new she's a newlywed her husband goes off to try because the goat man jumps out breaks their cart he goes off to get help and leaves her behind and then she finds his slaughtered body down the road yeah and so supposedly the goat man still haunts that area okay Okay. i want to tell you about my goat man okay so this is the Poplic monster okay I mentioned it before. I don't like that name just because I've never known it by that name. Mm-hmm. I know the rest of the world now knows it by that name because of the movie, The Public Monster, which is a, it, it's a pretty good movie. So it's not uh, going to be on our other show. No, no, it's it's not a, it's a documentary. So it's not, it wouldn't fit anyway, but um, it is. Uh, so here's the deal. I'm going to show you all some pictures. Mm-hmm. So this is east of Louisville, Kentucky. I grew up in a town called Jefferson Town, and this is just outside of Jefferson Town. I always considered it as part of Jefferson Town, but I think technically it's not. Wait, was your high school mascot the goat man? Ugh. No, but it should be. Oh, I wish Oh, man, so it bad. totally should be. Or goat people, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> right, the goat people. So here is, this is, there's a train trestle. Uh, this is what it looks like from the road. So do you see that? Yep. Train trestle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a very, very long train trestle. It is 772 feet long. Mm. And it's 90 feet tall. Man. At the at the highest part. Okay. Now, this trestle is just... Here is another picture. I'm going to show you several pictures here. Again, I'll post these on the website. But this is one with a train on it. Oops. A picture with the train on it. Mm-hmm. But there is, like... There's no rail on this, like... Yeah, the it's safety rail. Very no. precarious. It is just a bridge that has. Are
2: we tra- talking material goods going on trains? Yes, that's what that is.
0: Mm-hmm. So, if you look up underneath it, there is there's not even a solid floor to this thing. It's just railroad ties crossing this thing. Yeah, that's that's okay. for all the Popelicks. Yeah, they get shipped out of Louisville
1: <laughs> on the
0: Popelic line. <laughs> on the so, Pope Lick line. Pope Lick is the name of the creek that uh, this thing goes over which is where i think they get the the name the public the mm-hmm. public monster okay i think it would have been a better name to call it the the floyd's fork monster Ooh. because floyd's fork it's floyd's fork park is near mm. there anyway it doesn't matter public it's such an it's odd name everybody thing. remembers it so yeah. anyway this train trestle was built in the 1800s and in the late 1800s so it's old it's still in use today and the overall legend is that there is a goat man that haunts this. What he does is he kind of hypnotizes you. Mm. People who visit hypnotizes you and he lures you up onto the trestle. I want to give a disclaimer because after the movie, the Popelik monster came out, there was a rash of people trying to go see this and people die all the time on this. So yeah. listeners, do not go onto the Popelik trestle. <laughs> okay. It's illegal. And it's unsafe from personal experience. Yeah. Anyway, this goat man is there and he just gives you the overwhelming urge to go up on the trestle. You want to go up there and you the thing that teenagers want to do is try to run across the trestle. Mm-hmm. So because of the geography of this thing, you cannot tell if a train is coming. It is an active railroad oh. and you cannot hear that a train is coming until it's way too late. And if you're out on that trestle, I mean, you only have to go out about 20 feet from where you can get onto it to where you're high enough that you're going to die if you fall trouble. off. Yeah. And you don't have time to run back. Like I said, it's just railroad ties with gaps in between. So you've got to watch your steps because you can fall in between those things. Yeah. And so if you're out on the trestle, a train comes, you can't go forward, you can't go back, you're gone. Okay, and literally people have died from this. So
2: you've climbed this.
0: I, I, I mean, this is probably part of your, it, yeah. Okay, I think so, I remember you telling me yeah, about I, this. I don't I have know a if... a very personal, okay, uh, story with it, which uh, I'll tell part of it here. Okay. but since 1984, at least 10 victims have died. Uh, the most recent ones were in 2019, it was a couple ghost hunters, a man and a woman went out onto the trestle train came they tried to hold on you know they held under kind of like uh, in the movie uh lost boys you know how they hang oh up yeah. when the train's going by yeah they tried to do that she couldn't hold on she fell and died uh he survived but you have ear damage and mm-hmm. stuff like that anyway at least 10 confirmed deaths when i was when i lived there it seemed like there were stories every year oh did you hear so and so died up on the trestle uh-huh. You know, they tried to get across. Then they show up at school the next day. Well, <laughs> it was almost always that friend of the friend that you know. Yeah. Remember yeah. that guy from, that we met at that football game yeah. that somebody brought, their cousin? Yeah. Yeah, he died on the trestle <laughs> or something, you know. So yeah. there was all these things. Okay. okay. So there is a, a very real danger of the trestle itself. And it is just a, it is not a supernatural danger. It is a real danger of a train that is going to kill you. And you don't know when they're coming. My experience is this. I went to visit in for my 20th high school reunion, which was 10 years ago. That's so... I'm so old. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so old. Yeah. Is that right? Oh,
1: my gosh. I mean, Danny's not even 20. You
0: yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I went to visit it. And here I am. I was... You know, I'm a father, four kids. I am an adult with an adult sensibility. I'm no longer a teenager like I was when I was a little kid. And I was taking these pictures, the pictures that I'm going to share on the website, these ones that I'm showing you, of the trestle. And I thought, how cool would it be if I just went up, not on the trestle, but I'm just going to go up onto the part of the track that is on solid ground, Mm. stand on that, take a picture out across the trestle. You know, that would be just such a cool picture. Well, to go up there, because of the dangers involved, there are fences. Oh, I don't have it here. But there's a a fence that the railroad has put up. It says no trespassing. But that fence was just bent out of shape. It was like I could just step through without touching the fence at all, you know. And I thought, I'll just be quick. I'm just going to run up there and do it. It's only 20 feet away, like up a short little dirt thing, 20 feet. And I started to go, changed my mind. I thought, I mean, I listened. There's no train coming, right? Perfectly safe. Changed my mind. I turned around and walked 20 feet and a train whoosh comes right over my head at that thing. Had I gone up there, my head would have been right at the track, right beside the track as the train comes up. And, you know, trains cause a suction and stuff like Mm. that. You know, you don't want to be next to it. A speeding train. This is a fast-moving train. And I just kind of had to sit there and and think, holy crap, there was no indication that there was a train coming. And Mm -hmm. it was that close to me. I had been walking around the legs of this trestle and everything. There was no vibration. There was nothing to indicate that a train was coming. Anyway, so uh, I believe that I felt the pull of the goat man Mm -hmm. to go up there and do it. Luckily, cooler heads prevailed. Mm -hmm. And I did not go up there. That was my personal experience. I have a second personal experience. And this one comes from when I was uh, a teenager. So I showed you this picture of what it looks like from the road. It's pretty small. I mean, like it's not small, but it's far away, right? Right. This was on a morning and we don't get fog a lot there. But on this particular day, there was fog. The fog really feels like clouds it doesn't feel like fog like we have here Mm. but they were low covering this and you could just kind of see the dark it was like white with the dark shape of the bridge yeah and no detail and i saw as i'm driving along the road there a little white light on the track it was moving the wrong direction not the direction that a train goes It wasn't as bright as the light of a train either. What it looked like is someone holding a lantern. Mm. It was kind of bobbing up and down and swinging a little bit and just slowly moving across the wrong direction Mm -hmm. across the track. I could not see a figure there. I just saw the light. I don't know what it was. I told my friends, everyone was like, I saw the goat man. You know, that's what it was. I saw the goat man and he had a lantern out there and stuff. Okay. Anyway, I, to be perfectly honest... I don't believe that I saw the goat man. I don't know what I saw there. For all I know, they had the train track shut down and somebody was out there repairing the tracks and had a flashlight or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I like to think I saw the goat man. Yeah. That's fun. That's more fun. Or to- right? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let me tell you where this goat man came from. There are a lot of stories. The stories that they talk about in the movie, and the ones that I find on the internet, uh, are different than the story i learned growing up Mm. so here are some of the the origins of the public monster a more recent version is that there was a circus coming into town and the public monster the goat man was a sideshow freak Mm -hmm. that was in that the train crashed derailed and the goat man escaped and lives in the woods now and he is Uh, was driven insane by all of his other friends and family from the circus dying or whatever. Anyway, so then he goes and tortures people or terrorizes people. That is probably, if any of these are true, that Mm -hmm. one is not. Mm. Because uh, that was invented by one of the local haunted house places as kind of (laughs) their legend of the goat man. Uh Uh-huh. They're like, circus never came to town. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it's a cool story. Okay. Mm -hmm. Another one is that there was this local farmer who sacrificed goats in a deal with Satan in order to receive immortality. There's even a, there's a building. Uh, It's, it's weird. So I, as a kid, I used to wander the woods, not directly around the goat man's area, but closer to where I lived. We would wander the woods and we would come across abandoned houses in the middle of the woods. Dude. I, I don't know how old they, I mean, they were old. Some of them looked like they were from the 50s or 60s, but I'm like, how could there be a whole forest around, I, I guess oh, yeah. maybe the 40s or 50s, not the 50s or 60s. Yeah. How could there be a whole forest around here? There's no road. There's nothing. Where did this house come from? Some of them were uh, what I now know, uh, houses from the like 1800s, mm-hmm. uh, or late 1800s Victorian style houses, old ones, uh, just randomly out in the woods, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know how common that is, but I have run across that a number of times in my life in the South. And so I don't doubt that there is this house. And in fact, uh, my friends would say you can go to the the man's house where this satanic ritual took place. There's a chapel, a satanic chapel in it and you can see where he did the ritual and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was aware of this, this version of the, Story, but this is not the main version that i knew anyway the the other thing is that he uh the same guy his motivation may have been different like in one it's to receive eternal life and another one it's to make someone fall in love with him Mm -hmm. so he makes a deal with the devil and he falls in love with them and their uh child belongs to the devil and that is the goat man and that's Mm -hmm. why it's goat headed because it's got the devil's the devil. head, right? So the tales of the goat man have been around at least since the 60s. So it's uh, kind of the same time period as the other ones. Another version of where he came from is that uh, there was a local farmer who, for some reason, tortured a herd of goats for Satan to sign a contract with him. The legend doesn't talk about what he got in return. He just mm. was like, Satan was like, hey, if you torture these goats, then and give me your soul then I'll give you whatever, right? Be really good at guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be really good, right? <laughs> so now I'll tell you the story that I knew growing up. Um, so the trestle basically stretches across kind of a, a, a valley, and which at the bottom of it is the creek. So the story is that there was a family feud. This is back in the 1800s, late 1800s. Uh, actually, mid-1800s, before there was a train, pre-Civil War. There was a family feud. One family living on one side, the other family living on the other side. Hatfields and, Hatfield and McCoys kind of thing, mm-hmm. okay? That these two families hated each other, and one day there were some boys, some some of the boys or men from one family was on the side of the on their side of the valley, and a little boy wandered by who was walking with his pet goat, and they thought it was. From the other family, and they jumped out, brutally teased the boy and the goat, killed the goat. The kid was upset, and they uh, roughed him up and accidentally killed him also. And as a res- and then they find out that that boy didn't have anything to do with either family. He was just an innocent bystander mm-hmm. who was just walking his goat along the river, or the creek, mm-hmm. and the goat and the boy together have their souls have combined into the goat man to now haunt anyone in that area right so that's that's the story i heard growing okay it's a good one yeah i like that i don't know that any of it's true Mm -hmm. but uh i like that story (laughs) anyway yeah i like that so (laughs) what does the goat man do well first of all we talked about how he can hypnotize you to get up on the train trestle now Uh, But he does more than that, too. So he can, uh, first of all, what he looks like is he looks like a goat man. He looks uh, the body of a human with a goat's feet. Let's see. He has greasy fur and it's kind of long fur, kind of like the photograph that we saw of the first goat man, kind of longer Uh fur. He has sharp horns, pale alabaster face. So it's white Mm. with wide set eyes like a goat uh, and then horns coming out like you would expect. He can mimic voices so he can sound like someone you know who might call your name Mm. and, you know, persuade you to come over there. Hey, come over here. Danny, Danny, come over here for a second. Mm -hmm. Right. And you start to follow it. He's kind of like a siren. Right. He's trying to lure you to your doom. The other thing that he does is he'll jump on cars and bang on the roof Uh, sometimes. So this says... And I don't know how this is possible because I'm pretty sure all of the trains are cargo trains, but maybe there are some like Amtrak trains, but it says he will jump on the roof of the trains and he'll have a bloody ax and kind of like show it in the window and bang on the roof and terrorize the people inside the trains. Uh, The thing is that if you ever come across him and you see him face to face, you're going to be so terrified that you go insane and... Mm. You're just going to go running crazy and you're going to be babbling for the rest of your life and not be able to kind of tell everyone what you saw, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me what you guys think about this goat man. Any thoughts?
2: And this is the specific Freddy Fork goat, man. What was it that you wanted to do it? Oh, the Floyd's Fork. Yeah,
0: yeah. Floyd's Fork. No, I would just call him the the goat man of Kentucky or whatever.
2: So, so far, he seems like the coolest goat man that we've (laughs) talked about, like in terms of its story and stuff like that. that That's first of all.
0: So I'll tell you one thing that it doesn't have going for it. And that is like the first few that we listened to, there are no actual eyewitnesses Mm. that we can find. It is a story that everybody tells about somebody. So-and-so saw it. And there are these people who try to go up on there and die or... There are people who go up there and are injured, mm-hmm. survive, and they they do say, I just felt like I could get up there and I would be okay. Yeah. You know, I just felt like I had to get up there no matter what, you know. So that's about as far as we go as far as the, yeah. the eyewitness account. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say that this, this one makes a lot of sense and not like, we're the goat man coming from but it makes a lot of sense that it would be people for whatever reason keep going on this this train trestle and dying yeah and so a legend builds up around it again it could have been any other kind of uh, bogeyman Mm. yeah um but i guess the origins of why it's a goat man in this particular case right don't doesn't add up to me but i i understand like why this story would build up around the place where people are kind of inexplicably lured to lured it. and going to, and even though they intellectually know how stupid a thing it is they're doing yeah maybe it's thrill seekers maybe it's people who are suicidal
0: i don't know yeah, yeah. Uh, i will tell you i mean if you go and visit this trestle which again don't actually do this but i mean the road goes right under it so i mean you can get very close to the trestle without ever going up in the dangerous part the trestle is i mean it's pretty amazing to look at and you can see why, oh, I want to go up there. Yeah. Like just naturally because of the architecture of this mm-hmm. thing that stretches so far across this little valley that and it's so high up. And it's just like, wow, that's pretty cool. It's yeah. so straight and, you know, it's got its own appeal yeah. and its own draw, right? It yeah. doesn't have to have a goat man that's going to lead you up there.
2: <laughs> yeah. I. You know, when... Uh, so when a story is told over and over again about a specific place or thing or whatever, oftentimes that's the thing. So that's in your head, and so you will you associate that action with that place or thing, right? So uh-huh. if when I visit the trestle, right, when I go there, the first thing that's going to come to my head is going up there, right? Like the, that's the story. That's, that's what's story, imprinted right? on my head. That okay, right. Where maybe I never would have... Cons- well, actually, I would have always no, thought absolutely... to because it would be fun to... I like climbing, things right. like that. But you know where I'm saying with that, which is... You're
0: 100% correct because after that movie, The po- the Legend of the Lick Monster came out, the guy who made the movie came under fire because so many people right. kept going up That's there. What's... And so he has kind of spent the last several decades um, kind of... Telling everyone, don't go up really? there. Really? Right? Yeah. Don't yeah, listen. I I understand there's an appeal, but don't do it. You yeah. Know, it's dangerous. Don't do it because once you get the idea in your head, it's right? Like, oh, it's I hard want to, go to do it. Right.
2: Yeah. especially when it's so powerful of a thing like that. Yeah. But yeah, tell us what you have in your hand there.
0: This is a railroad nail. What do you call them? I think a railroad it's called. Yeah, a I don't spike. Know. Yeah. Railroad yeah. spike. Thank you. Uh, this came from the trestle well, so this is literally from the trestle this is goat man's. did you take it did you take this
2: wait i shouldn't ask now that, i'm
0: probably. now i'm worried about the structural integrity of this
1: <laughs> <The stables. laughs> i picked it up <laughs> off of the ground t- I was that it up. illegal uh, wait
0: are you saying you're now the Goatman? like when the train derails <laughs> <you're> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no this was on the ground under the trestle okay um it doesn't even look like it was ever in anything. so It's pretty rusty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been sitting out for yeah. who knows how long. The interesting thing is, so I, I found that, I actually have a photograph of it right here. It's one of these.
2: That's a cool picture.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Oh, wow. There's a bunch of them. There. Yeah. There was several of them just kind of sitting there. And anyway, I took one. And uh, interesting side note, I, I flew home and that was in my carry-on luggage. Wow. I had it all wrapped cloths around it or something, kind of like buried it deep mm-hmm. in there. And, uh, of course, it set off the, oh. like they saw it in the x-ray as they looked at my luggage. The TSA guy pulls me over. He's like, you have a railroad spike in there? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I do. So, he, you know, he goes in, he pulls it out and stuff. And he's like, you can't take that on an airplane. Yeah, And I said, why can't I take that on an airplane? What am I going to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, I don't know, but it just seems like you can't take it on yeah. an airplane. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he says. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, it's okay. But I'm. he's like, why do you have it? I said, well, it's just a souvenir. Yeah. He's like, just a second. So he calls a supervisor over mm-hmm. and his supervisor comes over. And luckily it wasn't a very busy time at the airport. So his supervisor looks at it and he says, he's got this souvenir. What do you think? and the guy looks at it and he thinks for a second he's like what's he going to do with it? <laughs> he's like yeah no he can take it it's fine. So I really appreciate that TSA for letting me bring it yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, it's a much different experience than I have with TSA recently. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, really? we'll, we'll They're not just... always that pleasant, but yeah. I mean this is my experience was nearly quiet. as dangerous as, oh,
1: okay. a, as a kid carrying lotion. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> almost shut down the <laughs> Oakland airport with my little terrorist. Yes, yes. <laughs> Got a lotion. For, but that's not for an urban legend. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <That's> f- <laughs> now you were saying it was like a haunted object.
0: Well, um, I say it's haunted because because it it's from to the Trestle, yeah, the Goat, trestle. From yeah. The goat man's yeah. trestle. So,
2: which is an interesting th- thing to say in itself, as right, um, and with this idea of stories and legends mm-hmm. and in our heads, and you know, you like uh, pilgr- pilgr- pilgrimages, right? Mm-hmm. Where people will travel to go touch, oh yeah, uh, the Christian you know that's trails, and they'll go to these places, and if you touch it, you're healed, yes. kissing Stuff the like stone, right? Yeah, yes, that yeah, yeah, all those kind of things, and so, you know, even me, you said it's haunted, right? Right. So I touch it. My first thinking <laughs> is he just said it's haunted. My brain is you know, despite what it, what we have both logical and emotional, you know, impulses going on in our head, right? Um. So I find that aspect of these things interesting in in how they play in with with yeah. everything. I find them psychologically fascinating as well.
0: Thanks for that, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna show you all this picture. This is not significant. It, it went to the nail. Oh. Yeah, so that's infrared trail cam photograph. Oh dang! Yeah,
2: that's a that's a good one. Uh, and and it's, that
0: looks that
1: looks a little siegey. <laughs> yeah, it's tough
2: because, like, I, I just saw Avatar, right? Yeah. And it almost feels Avatar-like in its CG. Yeah. But it s- it's so this uh, skepticism is probably even higher for us now because of the level of like computer graphics, CGI, and, real, and animation, right. and yeah. Um.
0: So all skepticism really is is just questioning. It's just asking oh, yourself, it. is this? really what it appears is this. that's a good way of putting i sc- mean that's it. that's really what it is it okay. gets overused as a, a skeptic is often called the person who who doesn't believe yeah right when in reality if you're a true skeptic mm-hmm. you're open to believing
3: mm-hmm.
2: you're
0: just gonna make sure and check all the boxes first it's yeah. like yeah you know there could be a goat man here are all the things could it possibly be anything else yeah. and you just kind of go through yeah i try to be a real skeptic i want to believe like nate said i i want for monsters to be a real thing like i I want them to be real and i'm so excited for so much of this stuff Mm -hmm. in the unexplained that's why i'm so interested in it but i still find myself questioning each time you know is there is there something else here Mm -hmm. and the most exciting things is when you can't find any other explanation. And then yeah. it's like, well, the only other explanation is, is it, it is what it appears to be, right? Yeah. You know, this I will tell you this, this picture is a fake. Okay. Um, it, it's not. That's why it keeps disappearing. That's why it screen. keeps disappearing. Yeah. It's, it's not actually a fake. Yeah. Because when you say fake, it's as if somebody was trying to um, pull one over like a hoax. Yeah. Right? This is a piece of art. An artist made this, uh-huh. and they have—this is the, uh, the their most stolen image, <laughs> basically. It is just—every yeah. time any story about any goat man in the United States shows up, this picture is attached so. to it. And uh, an artist just made it as yeah. a piece of art that they made, and they never intended it for this purpose, and it has become this, the thing. But yeah. I think that it does— uh, kind of help you imagine what a goat man might actually look like. Yeah. Right. And
2: so Ben, you were just talking about skepticism and mm-hmm. your and how what your how you approach these things, and probably we should have in, uh, started off with this of the purpose of the other side of strange. Right. Um, is looking at these. Telling the different sides of the stories. Yeah, it's looking at, at the yeah. sides.
0: It's not just the other side, but yeah. The other side and the other side and yeah. the other side yeah. <laughs> of strange. Right. Yeah. It's like, here are some weird things. Let's look at it. Mm-hmm. Let's accept the fact that some of it might be real. Yeah. But let's also accept the fact that some of it might not be real. Yeah. And uh, let's just enjoy those things. Mm. Anyway. So those are my stories of Goatman. Uh, do you guys have any, like, final thoughts about mm. the Goatman? What are you guys' thoughts in general about the legends of the Goatman? Okay. Well, I'm disappointed that all the goatmen are bad. Yeah. Like, why couldn't
1: there be, like, the Goatman that sells artisanal cheeses or yeah, something? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, because he can make his own cheese. He can cheese. make his own cheese, right? Yeah. Right. And why are goat wired, man cheese? Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, it's business, let's, let's trademark that name. Or um, oh, we so we goat man should. cheese, goat yeah. man cheese. All right, it'll be a t shirt for you can get from the <laughs> Oh, and be awesome.
2: you could draw something, I'm sure.
1: Uh, no, but no, just but seriously, I'm uh, writing it down. But all like all jokes about that aside, yeah, I mean, that is a good shirt sure idea, I think, yeah, but um. <laughs> Brand, yeah, po- Pope Lick brand goat man cheese, straight out of Pope Lick, Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> even though there's no such place. But, uh, um, yeah. uh, so it's it's just interesting to me that the goat, like as we discussed, the goat's sad history with mankind. Right. That now, because I don't know that last one. I'm like, why is it a goat man? Right. Like, why is it not a bat? Why is it not like a vampire? Why is it not whatever? Why mm-hmm. is it Why is it a goat man? Yeah. And. You know, and I think it also gives rise to to people who believe strongly in these that we've got a goat man, several goat men in Texas. Uh-huh. You've got it in Maryland. Yep. You have got it in Indiana, Wisconsin. Indiana,
0: Wisconsin. Um, probably, probably everywhere. Yeah. That we just don't hear about them all, right? Right. You say it was Prince George County. Yeah.
1: Like you wonder if they're if he's too scared to go venture too far north. Because you meet up with the Jersey Devil, I right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> That's that's right. They are very true. territorial. Territorial. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how close Maryland is New Jersey now. Off the top of my head, people. Uh, it's like, close enough like, that I think the joke works. <laughs> yeah. People on <laughs> the East Coast look like, you moron. <laughs>
2: you don't even know the migration patterns of the Jersey <laughs> no,
0: Devil. No. Yeah. Now that you mention it, it's like they're close to D.C. Jersey's close to New York. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come to Atlantic City, (laughs) Goat Man. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: So, my impressions of this are, I love the historical context Uh of the Goat Man, the religious aspects to it, um, the mythology around it, what it represents. And I think about sometimes when I think about history, I think well maybe they were you know they're people just like us telling stories and legends mm-hmm. and trying to make sense of things we don't all fully understand or we want to you know get something across or we're telling a, a an a a story with animation and like I've come up with all sorts of different mixes of a- animals right like a giraffe lint or whatever right. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's one of my amazing. favorite. Um, and so, I I love this idea and, and it representing and obviously the you know the biblical sheep and so where it all started from right yeah. this whole like oh the poor goat why you know the goat has become this thing the villain yeah. this villain and why it has lasted for how many millennia thousands, of years. thousands yeah. of years coming through this storytelling, and right. that's how we get these things coming through. Um, how what you've talked about with the other side of strange is so sometimes it's not all one thing, right, or all the other thing. That's right. It's some interesting things in between. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I can. That's right.
0: It's possible that even if if some of it is obviously untrue yeah Yeah. it's possible that one little piece is true and we have to accept that little piece and we can't dismiss that little piece of truth just because all the rest of it isn't right um i know there is a, a often a logical step people take it's like well if all of this is true and we don't know about this we assume this is also untrue right but that's you can't it's not fair to do that right right unless you know for a fact that that is untrue you have to accept that it might be true
2: yeah And, you know, Egyptians, they have so much with the heads of animals and which god they represent. Yep. And uh, those stories coming across, you know, I'm not an archaeologist or a historian, but um, those are the things that kind of come through my head. And Yeah. um,
0: Those are all great points. uh,
2: Yeah. What was the other things I was
0: writing down? Oh, yeah, the goats
2: just wanted to get with everybody. I will
0: tell you that in researching this, my biggest kind of the thing that that hurt the most (laughs) was the fact that I cannot find anyone who has witnessed any of these. Mm. There are other cryptids out there. Like one day we will talk about Bigfoot. In fact, we'll probably not do an episode on Bigfoot. We'll do episodes on specific Bigfoot Uh, sightings or something like that. There are other cryptids out there that there are lots of eyewitness accounts, and it's like, oh, there's actually something here to talk about. But for every one of these Goatman ones, except for the one, uh, the Fort Worth monster that threw the tire 500 feet, Mm -hmm. there doesn't seem to be any actual eyewitnesses Mm. to any of it.
2: What about that camera? That security camera. So yeah, does that? that that's those are the closest wit- things. Well, those, those are, so are the yeah. Eyewitness.
0: I, those are the closest things. But number one, the the security cam footage of the Amarillo Zoo. Mm. There is no Goatman legend. There's in no Amarillo, other legends around it. So it's it. not like, oh, hey, we caught the the Goatman finally. They probably mm-hmm. just it's thought like, it was a chupacabra, yeah, right. which is Goatman's natural enemy. <laughs> that's right, because oh, he sucks. Because he's a goat man. sucker. Because chupacabra means goat sucker oh, so <laughs> okay okay and you know the whole thing it's a- yeah they're natural enemies yeah
2: okay you said a couple of things uh cryptid yes crypt is that's a person okay so no and so cryptozoology 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 so
0: the not e-
2: cryptocurrency no okay,
0: okay. no th- so, we're talking about stuff that's real yeah, okay <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> Thank you. It is, uh, so here's the thing. Zoology is the study of animals. Yeah. Crypto means uh, hidden. Okay. Okay, so cryptozoology is the study of hidden animals. Okay. And so it is the study of things, animals that are not known to science. Mm-hmm. It includes things like the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot, but it actually covers a lot of things like Wolves in England, when wolves should be extinct. Oh, yeah. Or black cougars Mm -hmm. in California, when everyone knows that a cougar is always the tawny brown color, and there couldn't be a black version of it, you know, and people seeing just animals that shouldn't exist that people are seeing. So that's cryptozoology. And when you talk about the specific animal, Mm -hmm. it's called a cryptid. Okay. So... Bigfoot is a not
2: yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, like an English lion. Yeah. Oh. If if there were any, if there were any, right? Okay. But there's there's a lot of animals. There, uh, cryptozoology is another thing that I love too. I mean, there's there's things like chimpanzees in areas of Asia where there shouldn't be chimpanzees, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, are they really there? And some people say they are, but they're not. It, it's just kind of boring. Regular animals, but they are in places where they shouldn't be, yeah. oftentimes. Well, and and an animal
1: can move from cryptid to like
0: non-cryptid to like official, a known animal, in the official, and the yeah. You know,
1: so, it, I think that you could say there's some strange lizard that shouldn't be here. That's right. And we find out, oh, it's some. It's, there's a whole breeding population. It, yeah, it's here a whole breeding population it's... of some sort of lizard that you'd only find in the Galapagos, but somehow its, here. its ancestor got transported here, and then. And it's no longer a cryptid. It is yeah. an actually accepted. So movie. when we catch Bigfoot, mm-hmm. he's going to move right off the list. That's yeah. right.
0: Yeah. One day.
1: <laughs> Goatman too.
0: Goatman too. yeah. So, yeah, I'm sad that by all accounts, unless one of my listeners lets me know otherwise, none of these Goatman stories are probably, uh, or there probably is not currently today an actual Goatman monster because everything seems to be just a story of the existence of one with no evidence of anything anywhere. Okay. Just stories, which there's nothing wrong with stories. I absolutely love stories, right? They're so exciting, and knowing the stories going in will make your adventure so much more exciting. Like if you Mm. go to the trestle in the perfectly legal areas to go under the trestle and on the road and stuff, it's super exciting if you're walking around those woods there is a house out there uh abandoned house out in the woods that you can find and see where the thing is and to think of the the stories behind it i'm not saying they are not true Mm -hmm. i'm saying that there just isn't anything to tell us i mean there isn't even there's no actual evidence of anything so it's probably just stories Mm -hmm. but who knows yeah and until we know for sure then we should just keep enjoying the stories and, yeah. and hoping that they're real. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> or that's not the hoping. that's See, the difference. I, I'm weird in that I hope yeah. that they're real. Well, that's right? what, but that's one of the like things I this thing murdering dogs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But
2: <laughs> it's one of the things that fascinate me about you is the hope that they are real. Where right. I'm like, that's freaky. I don't. want I to. hope they don't exist. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: I'm not
0: saying I want them as my neighbor. Right. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Oh
2: That was really fun cool. to hear. I
0: appreciate you guys joining me here. Oh, man. Uh, and I hope to have you all back again on future episodes. Well, you know, we love goats. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love goats so much more. I believe in them. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. that is our show today. Uh, thank you, all listeners, for joining me and our discussion about goat men here. Thank you to fellow guest hosts for joining me i Super appreciate fun. your insight uh it was great having you and uh thank you until next time keep your eyes out for the strange stuff
2: exactly and right. if you have extra strange like other strange stuff right yeah bring send it to you send it to me i yeah, want to hear it he wants yeah. it
1: break on through to that other side of strange exactly that's right. <laughs> thanks ben yeah Go ahead.